Welcome, everyone. I am here with my new friend, Janice Porter. We met at a networking thing, and she does so much to help people with leveraging LinkedIn. I feel like we've been on a real LinkedIn kick recently trying to better utilize it because it's such a an underused little gem out there. So welcome. I am so glad to have you on the podcast today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So tell me, how long have you been working with helping people with their LinkedIn? Oh, it's been many years now, and it's evolved since I first started. Way back, I think, in about 2011, I first started seriously looking at LinkedIn, and somebody shared it with me in a way that made it very easy to understand. And I started sharing it with my friends because my background is teaching. And so I found myself sharing, teaching other people, hey, have you seen this, how this works, blah, blah, blah. And then um, started to realize that maybe this was my way back to um, teaching because that's in my heart and I love doing that. And this was something I could do as part of my, um, my own business. So yeah, so it's been a long time. I think in 2011, there were not that many people on LinkedIn or yeah. on there because it was like, that's the thing you have to do, but nobody saw it as a place to network and connect and meet people. And I don't think it was back then. I think originally it was about, um, you know, finding a job and making it more like a, a resume for doing so. And it's evolved just like all the other, you know, because there's, of course, so many more platforms now, but it's become the business platform and for business to business. And it isn't so much just about job seekers anymore. It's really um, become a place to um, do business, to generate leads, to um, find referral partners and to, um, you know, build relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So are there particular professions that it's, better for than others, do you think? You know, I'm sure that there'll be different answers to that question. Um, I work mostly with small business owners, um, uh, entrepreneurs, network marketers, sales professionals, financial planners, uh, anyone that needs to build relationship with people because that's my, my area of expertise and what I love to do. And I think there are... Um, Train and there's also coaches, consultants, trainers as well. Uh, and I think that um, those are the people that I work with in terms of showing them how to get the most out of LinkedIn. But I think also career career professionals they definitely need that as their um, as their you know, they may not have a website because they're part of a big company. So they may have a, you know, a spot on a website, but that is their professional um, bio um, profile that can show so much about them. You know, if somebody Googles you on LinkedIn, or sorry, if somebody Googles you because they just met you and you know, they're going to Google you just to check you out, your LinkedIn profile comes up probably in the top three results. And that's because Google indexes LinkedIn so highly. So it's going to be seen. You may as well make it um, a good one, right? That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. 
And most of the people that I work with and who listen to me are coaches and speakers and authors. And I think that we are only just discovering how powerful LinkedIn can be in growing business. Yeah, I have worked with um, a lot of coaches and consultants and budding authors, and uh, and they were surprised at what I was showing them when it came to LinkedIn, because it's not enough to just have your profile up. That is the first thing you need to do, and it needs to be done, you know, I call it optimizing your profile, having all of the pieces in place, but then that's just the beginning. Now you've got you know, almost 900 million people now at your fingertips. And so what do you do? How do you do it? How do you reach out to those people? You know? Yeah. And we're all used to, if you spend any time on LinkedIn, you get a lot of canned messages and messages that are not personalized to you or, you know, offering you a service that's something you do. Yes. Yes. I've experienced that a lot. (laughs) What's a good way to get started with actually connecting with those people that you're connected to on LinkedIn? Well, I mean, think about in-person networking. When you go to a networking event, um, do you need to talk to everybody in the room? Probably not. You need to know, you know, why are you there? What is your goal when you're there? And have you done any sort of pre-homework about um, who you want to connect with? And it's funny, I did a a LinkedIn presentation uh, for a a network after, I think it's called Network After Work or something, organization. And uh, I was talking to one of the one of the people that was there afterwards because she wanted to know more about my LinkedIn training. And we were talking about it. And then she said, I'm going to a networking event actually later. And I said to her, here's what you should, she was quite new at it. And I said, here's a couple of things to think about when you go to that event. She messaged me after and she said, I did what you suggested and it was amazing at work. And now I'm going to reach out on LinkedIn. So basically what I'm saying is um, know who your, who your audience or audiences are that you want to connect with on LinkedIn. So they may, they may, if you're a coach or consultant, you might be looking for places to um, speak or a stages to speak on, or looking for people in, in a certain uh, niche market industry that you are coaching in. And so that's the first thing you're looking for. Maybe it's a health and wellness field. So you think health and wellness. So when you are reaching out to new people, you are doing a search based on certain keywords around what you're looking for. So health and wellness um, uh, coach or health and wellness practitioner or um, holistic practitioner or something like that. And you start to look at what comes up in the search results. Then I teach my clients to be a bit, um, um, oh, what's the word? Like discriminating about who then you would reach out to based on the names that you see the photos you see, go to their profiles and look, are they active on LinkedIn? Does it feel right to me instinctively? Does this look like someone I would want to connect with where they're located and and, uh, the type of work that they're doing? And then do an outreach, um, do a um, connection request. And then you start a series of um, messages to build rapport, to build relationship with people. That's how and it sounds like you teach a particular system and way of building up to the ask and not just like 
picture yeah. people. Yes, yeah. and being careful not to be one of those spammy people that we all hate, right? So yeah. you have to know what not to do as well as what to do, for sure. Yeah. I think one thing that holds people back from utilizing something like that is that it feels very slow to do it all one to one. Like we want to be able to get, well, there's 9,000 connections. We want to be able to automate and make it all like happen at once. We can't take the time because we need more leads. Well, how can we like you know, build up a relationship one to one? Yeah. That, that brings up two points to me. One, actually you're, you're absolutely um, right. It isn't fast. It can be, though, quite quick if you are comfortable quickly building rapport with people. Because I find that I can go from a connection connection request accepted to a Zoom call with somebody in about two messages. Mm. That's pretty quick. Even one message. You know, I like to make my new connections real. Uh, would you be open to a Zoom call? Some people, it's not that fast because they need to they're just not comfortable with that even when they're in person with people right so that's one thing is learning how to get more comfortable with that the other thing that you pointed out actually is something you said about you know um, wanting to build those um, new relationships quickly we forget sometimes about our existing connections and about nurturing those because those are warm leads whether it's getting more business with those people or training them to be your referral partners. If they loved how you worked with them, they must know someone who would need your services as well. So going back to existing connections and rebuilding those connections can also be very fruitful. Mm, great point. Yeah. Yeah. We're always looking for new, looking for new, but we forget, right? And looking for new and looking for a lot. And looking for it to be fast and easy and, yeah. you know, just push this button. <laughs> Good things take time, you know, they really do. Because you, you I don't know about you, but I, I like to do business with people I know, like, and trust. For so sure. That takes time. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's counterintuitive in a way, but the quality of building up that one great connection just beats out the quantity of mass messaging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does. And I know though that, you know, you come from the world of, and are the expert in the world of funnels and, and dealing with, you know, not knowing who's coming into the funnel and trying to build um, a relationship through your writing through the content that you create. And that's another side of LinkedIn that um, you probably would feel more comfortable with because that's what you do, right? And so teaching people that their content on LinkedIn shows them as an authority, builds uh, as a, and builds their, their visibility on the platform that can also draw more people to them. Personally, I like to talk to people. I like to, you know, build them, uh, build that connection with them. But the other works for a lot of people. And so, you know, I would never discount that um, as well. Yeah, I think it's so important to remember that you don't have to do it any particular way. You have to do it the way that feels right and works right with your personality and your your audience, the people you're hoping to reach. It's Exactly. Like a formula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when you find a formula that works for you, stay with it because mm. it's working, right? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 
What do you think are the biggest mistakes you see people making with their LinkedIn profile? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, the biggest mistake they make on their profile, well, there's, there's a few. So one is to not give a good first impression. And the first impression is done what I call above the fold. So it's mm -hmm. that headline, it's the background image, it's your headshot, and it's the headline is the piece directly under your name. So all of that, first impression, is it a good one? Does it look like this person um, knows what they're doing and they've got a complete um, LinkedIn profile because that will make me go down further? When I can see that there's nothing there, there's no background image, um, they just say, um, uh, Joe Blow at ABC Company or CEO of this company. It doesn't give me anything to work with. And then the other thing that people do is they they do their, excuse me, their about section, which is a summary section as a basically cut and paste from their resume. So mm -hmm. that is not what a LinkedIn about section is. It's much more than that. And it's the biggest piece on there that that will attract the right people to you and show people your personality enough that they'll say, hey, I like what she's saying or how she's talking. Um, maybe I'll just you know check it out a little bit further. And then the third thing would be um, to think that they're up to date and current with their profile, but they forgot that the recommendations that people have given them at the near the bottom of the profile go show up as the last one was in 2009, right? That oh, right. What are you talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, it's, you know, it, it's a dead giveaway that they're not really current. And yeah. I am definitely guilty of being way behind on asking for recommendations. Yeah. yeah. Those are the only real social proof on LinkedIn. And so, you know, when you finish working with someone, if you know they're on LinkedIn as well, it's a good idea to ask uh, if the, if you can send them a link to write a few not kind words about you. Yeah, about the work you did. Yeah. yeah, I do need to do that. I know you've been looking at my LinkedIn profile. So other than that, how's my first impression? <laughs> I can't remember now. I think I, I, I have to have a quick look again because um, I can't remember. I don't need to put you on the spot with that. I know this is yeah, part of no, it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, LinkedIn, I didn't have it up. So let's have a quick look. Yeah, I don't want to give my guests preparation. I'm just saying, yeah. and you have no idea what I'm going to ask you. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I know, oh, I remember now. Yeah, no, my first, oh, we're on live. So there you go. I got to get off there. Um, my first impression was good. My first impression was um, that you had a great um, image on there and your signature um, red glasses and you had a head, um, a banner and my first impression was good. And uh, I can't remember, I'm not going to look at the rest because it came up as our live and I didn't want to see that while I was talking to you. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. I tried to have it, you know, filled out. Yeah. If it gives you a spot to put something, then put something there. And well, you know why Carolyn, that's so important because when, um, when people are using LinkedIn, as I do to build relationships. One of the things that helps is to have 
lot of detail on that person's profile that can allow me to show them that I'm paying attention by looking at those little things on their profile that can make a difference. And it could be as small as um, some uh, keywords that you put in there under your uh, about section that show that you um, that you love to read romance novels or that you are um, a marathon runner or whatever. So that if I can connect with any of those other things, there's a point of conversation that's not business related to build rapport. And I think yeah. that's important. So much easier to start that conversation when it's not just, hi, how are you? Well, I don't know what to do with that. If it's, yeah. you know, I saw that you have a terrier and I have a rescue terrier and, you know, I love this about it. And exactly. that yeah. conversation started. Yeah. You know, funny, funnily enough, you can even talk about the weather. If you notice that someone lives in chilly Minnesota and you're in sunny Florida, you know, like it's just, gosh, how can you live there? You know, and just have, um, or what if you went to the same um, university, college, right? Or anything mm -hmm. that can give you that bridge to start a conversation. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you don't struggle to then bridge again from the just chatting into the business side of things. That well, make that's, that's a really good point, too, because um, generally, if I've done the outreach, and so they've they've accepted my connection request and I start to build some rapport with them. I'm probably once I have and now we're on a Zoom call, I probably would say, you know, how much do you use LinkedIn or do you have any questions about LinkedIn that I could support you with so that I can give them a little value and show them that I can give a little value um, before they might become a client. <clears throat> excuse me and um it might be uh that or it might be the other part of my business that i lean in with it depends on what i'm doing wh or where it's going and what my usually i go for my instincts and yeah. my intuition so it depends what that's telling me sometimes they'll ask me a question and that will lead to that but mm. the thing about linkedin that's so fantastic when it comes to that bridge to business is that people on LinkedIn know it's a business platform. So we can talk about business and we can do it much sooner than we maybe could on Facebook or Instagram. I know, you know, cause that's yeah. so much more we're there for her is yeah, if you're on LinkedIn, you're expecting to talk business. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What else do you think people need to know about leveraging LinkedIn for relationships? Anything that we haven't think, covered yet? I think they need to be sincere. I think they need to, um, to have a gen show a genuine interest in the other person. It needs to be coming from the right place or else people, people know, you know, you can tell if, I mean, this happens sometimes with people where they'll they'll reach out, they'll make the the connection, they'll ask you something too directly about business right away, and then if you just you know poo poo it and say no no thanks that's not what I'm interested in they disappear, mm. so you know they weren't genuine in the first place right it's strictly 
you know, numbers for them. For me, it's about people. It's not about numbers. So, you know, I, you never know where a conversation can lead, whether it's directly for business or whether it's um, leading you to someone they are going to lead you to. Yes, that is so true. And the beauty of networking is so many people know so many people and it doesn't take long as you put out feelers and say, I really need to meet this kind of person. And um, you can meet them so quickly because. Yeah. And if you look at LinkedIn as, as a, as a networking online tool, if you think of it that way, then that helps because that's exactly what you're doing is you're, you're networking online, right? If you're doing what I'm doing, which is, I say the money's in the mailbox. So that's where you need to be. You need to be talking one-to-one to people. Now, does that mean you shouldn't do things like you're doing, like LinkedIn Lives? And and no, it doesn't mean that at all, because those are other visibility points that help people see you. And remember, though, when you're posting content, it's gone in three seconds, right? It's gone. So when it comes to content on LinkedIn, it's important to pay attention to the... um, to the uh, um, the analytics that that mm-hmm. come with that, so to pay attention to how many impressions is LinkedIn, how many news feeds is LinkedIn putting it on. That's the number of impressions that you see. How many comments are you getting? How many reposts are you getting? Are you getting engagement with your posts? Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way. Again, it brings you to people who are interested in what you have to say, so you want to talk to them. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So I have a hard time with the conversations. I, I lack in the follow up. And so I know that my LinkedIn mailbox gets full of wonderful potential people reaching out to me and I get overwhelmed and I don't respond or I take too long or I hide under my desk and try to pretend it doesn't exist. So I'm not sure how to solve that dilemma for myself. Well, Carolyn, I think what's really important is to ask yourself, do you see LinkedIn as a tool that you see potential in? First of all, are your audience, is your audience there? Okay, Mm -hmm. if the answer is yes, then it becomes a question of, okay, so how can I make this more of a habit in my world, right? So you can be, you could if you're into carving out time and time blocking at all, then, or when do you what, when do you go to your other social media? What, which you, by the way, you don't have to be on everything. So it's where you're comfortable. But if you think that LinkedIn has potential and you want to get more comfortable with it, then it's a question of knowing which three or four things you want to do on a regular basis. And one of them would be to be checking your messages on a regular basis. So what does regular mean? Well, maybe it's every other day. Maybe it's three times a week. Maybe it's every morning for 20 minutes, every evening for 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever that is, make it a routine and then it will become a habit and you won't miss those potential prospects and clients and referral partners. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Got to build that into my day. That is well, and I can help you with that. It's just, you know, you have to want to do it, right? And then um, and then start small. Don't don't try and do it all at once. Right. Another great point. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah, I think that it's kind of pointless to be putting out content if you're not going to be paying attention to the inbox. So you gotta have both sides of that. Yeah. So I think also to know, like, what other social media platforms are you on? Instagram and I don't know if YouTube really counts as a social platform. But I think it does. I think that's my main place. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say that. So if you think that um, Instagram is kind of a lifestyle um, platform, and not always a real platform, if you know what I mean, right? Because yeah. some of those lifestyles, they couldn't possibly be perfect like that all the time, right? But that's a different audience, perhaps, than on LinkedIn. So that's good. Be in those two places. And when do you go on Instagram? How often are you on there? I, I have the exact same struggle with Instagram, with email, with everything. You know, I'm... I'm pretty good at sending out things, posting things, but paying attention to what's coming back in. Uh, somehow it triggers some anxiety in me. So well, just bite off little bits at a time then. Pick one, let's say LinkedIn, because it's business related. Your coaches and consultants and authors are on there. And start to, you know, I, I know that your um, content speaks to them, right? So that's your content. But then you might also think, could some of that content that I'm putting out there be of use, of value, one-to-one, -one, like sending a YouTube um, video link to a potential client, you know, once you've built some rapport, then that's something of value you can add. So knowing that there are things that you can do to move things forward, try doing it once a week. Try doing it twice a week. That's all. Don't try and bite off more than you can chew. I love that. Great advice. <laughs> Excuse me. So, how do people usually get started working with you? Uh, we have a conversation and I determine uh, with the prospect what they want out of LinkedIn. And it all starts with the profile, whether they're starting from scratch or doing a reboot updating. I do a bit of a quick audit and show them where I think they could improve it. And then we move people through um, where they are to where they need to be. So um, I do work best one-on-one -on -one with people, but I also do groups if people are looking to bring their sales group or um, or whatever in into, the, into um, a group session. However, um, I, uh, it's all on my website, JanicePorter.com. And uh, I'd love to talk to people to see if I can be of service. Fantastic. Let me put that up on the screen here. JanicePorter.com. That's nice and simple. Yep. I do have a free download that people uh, could, um, help themselves too if they're interested it's a checklist a 16 point checklist um i could give you that if you would like in the, uh, in the description already so oh perfect yeah. description of wherever you're watching this and that link is in there perfect i love that you start with determining people's actual goals what they want to get out of linkedin because that is like you can't you can't do anything until you know that you have right. to know what you're trying to accomplish 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. It really is. And everybody thinks they're unique, but really when you come, when it comes to, you know, building relationships, there's, there, there's certain things you need to do. Right. And so it all works, but everybody has their own um, take on things and they're all individual and we want to make that person shine through their profile. Yes. <laughs> well, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with? Sure. Um, I would like to say that there are many ways to build relationships and LinkedIn is just one of them. And it is a good one if you're in business for yourself because it's it, people know that you're looking to talk business when you reach out to them, but you also must show a, a sincere interest in the other person when you do so. However, that's building and beginning and building the relationship. I would say to that also, what's really important is that you nurture those relationships over time to build that know, like, and trust factor. And how do you do that? You stay in touch with them, whether it's through email or through uh, text messaging or through sending cards in the mail, which is what I love to do, that you stay top of mind with them because you never know what that can mean in more ways than one. People love to be um, acknowledged. They love to be um, paid attention to and appreciated. And the more you do that and love on people, the more it comes back to you. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and spending this time and sharing your wisdom with us. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And especially seeing as I know you weren't feeling so well today. So thank you for being a trooper and following through with the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you again. All right. Bye, everyone.